and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. Today, we are reading from the book of Luke, chapter 22, verses 47 to 53. It says here, While he was still speaking, this was Jesus, there came a crowd, and the man called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading them. He drew near to Jesus to kiss him, but Jesus said to him, Judas, would you betray the Son of Man with a kiss? And when those who were around him saw what would follow, they said, Lord, shall we strike with a sword? And one of them struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his right ear. But Jesus said, No more of this. And he touched his ear and healed him. Then Jesus said to the chief priests and officers of the temple and elders who had come out against him, Have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs? When I was with you day after day in the temple, you did not lay hands on me, but this is your hour and the power of darkness. This is the word of God. This segment of the story is part of what we remember and reflect on this Holy Week, the passion narrative of Jesus. There is the distinctive touch that the author Luke has shown in these verses, which are also found in other gospel narratives. You can look at this story in Matthew chapter 26, Mark 14, and John chapter 18. In the book of John, John named Peter as the disciple who cut off the ear of the high priest's servant named Malchus. Let's look at the four acts in the story. First, the kiss of Judas. In verses 47 to 48 in Luke 22, it says there, While he was still speaking, there came a crowd and the man called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading them. He drew near to Jesus to kiss him. But Jesus said to him, Judas, would you betray the Son of Man with a kiss? Remember this, they've walked together and dined together. So we can say he witnessed the miracles that Jesus performed. But at this point, the kiss of Judas represents betrayal more than friendship. The second act is the sword of Peter. In verses 49 and 50, it says there, When those who were around him saw what would follow, they said, Lord, shall we strike with a sword? And one of them struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his right ear. Peter and the disciples' response to the armed resistance was to fight for Jesus. But Peter was not fully aware of what God was about to do. He had a limited interpretation of what Jesus has been talking about when he talks about being seized. The sword in Peter's hand was a reaction to retaliation. The third act, the way of Jesus. In the first section of Luke 22, verse 51, it says there, But Jesus said, No more of this. We all know the disciples, that the disciples were ready to defend him, but Jesus stopped them. Jesus said this knowing that there was a greater purpose to all that was happening. He wasn't struggling to escape because he was here to fulfill the Father's eternal purpose. The armies came to arrest Jesus with swords and clubs, and Jesus' disciples were ready to fight the same way. Jesus has other ideas. In fact, at this point, Jesus was ready to display his power. 
Certainly, he could call down angels if needed to disperse and disrupt the resting crowd. Instead, he interrupted his disciples' brief stop at self-defense. Jesus displayed his power in another way. He quieted his disciples, quelling any revolution they might think of starting. The fourth act, the miracle of Malchus. This miracle happened after the keys of Judas, the sword of Peter, and when Jesus stopped the disciples, and this miracle happened. In the second section of verse 51, it says there, Jesus touched Malchus' ear and healed him. This was the last miracle of healing that Jesus performed before his death and resurrection. And he used his miraculous power to restore and heal the slave's ear. Healing was his power game, not revolution, nor retaliation. So the question that we'll be asking today as we reflect this week is this. What does the miracle of Malchus in times of betrayal and retaliation tell us? First, Jesus performs miracles for anyone at any time. Malchus was a representative of the high priest who probably maligned Jesus and were against him. And what he received from Peter was just right for him. He deserved what he received from Peter if the basis was retaliation. But Malchus received what he didn't deserve through Jesus' healing and restoration. Malchus was an enemy and Jesus displayed goodness. Jesus did good to the person who hated him. This season reminds us that we are enemies of God who oppose his presence and purpose. But through Jesus' words and deeds, we experience his kindness toward us, which leads us to turn away from our old way of life and to the new life in Jesus. Jesus performs miracles to anyone at any time. At any time. What was happening here? Remember, Jesus' betrayal must have been emotionally exhausting for everyone. Imagine the person who was with them for years and months, and right now, he's betraying Jesus and every one of them. And Peter's reaction and action were physically draining at that time. But Jesus responded differently by performing a miracle. You know what that tells us? The grace and mercy of God are at work in the most resistant times and in the most reactive responses from and through different kinds of people. So no matter where you are and what you go through today, the grace of God is available for you. May you experience His miracle even in the midst of challenging times because His grace is always there for you and for me. Secondly, Jesus' point of miracle for Him to be known can be received or resisted. Malchus was nowhere to be found after the miracle. Did he forget what a vivid and instantaneous healing experience? Was he part of the mob that yelled and declared the crucifixion of Jesus after receiving a healing miracle? Where was Malchus when Jesus suffered, died on the cross, and was resurrected? Was Malchus resistant or receptive 
to the message of the miracle. The reality is people react in difficult times by betraying others like Judas, by retaliating like Peter, and by showing resistance like most of us. But Jesus responds with mercy and compassion. So Jesus' passion story points us to spiritual restoration that was fulfilled neither by retaliation nor revolution. It is beyond the physical restoration that Malchus received. It is a miracle that restores a broken relationship between God and people, between me and God, between you and God. It is a restoration that was achieved not with a sword, but through the sacrificial death of Jesus on the cross. This week, as we begin to reflect on what Jesus has done and what He came for, may we experience the miracle of God as we become more receptive than resistant to Jesus and His Word. And let the miracles we receive draw us closer to Jesus, even in difficult times. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for this morning. Thank you that you continue to perform miracle every day to anyone at any time. Lord, when we experience the financial breakthroughs, physical healing, relational reconciliation, Lord, we ask that that will not be the end of everything. Let these breakthroughs that we see lead us to you. Let these miracles that are happening in our lives point us to you and make us receptive to your word more than being resistant. Lord, today I pray that you will soften our heart to receive you. Lord, thank you that we will not just be like Malchus who just experienced the physical healing. But along the way in that story, we don't find him. We did not know his responses, but for us today, Lord, thank you that we can choose to receive and respond to your call. That when we experience your miracle, we can know you and we can grow deeper in our relationship with you. Today, as we witness the miracle of the cross in the next few days, as we remember what Christ has done for us on the cross today, may you show freedom and thank you, Lord, that there would be restoration that you will be bringing in our lives. Lord, today as we go out with our family members, even this week, thank you that this will be an opportunity for us to talk about what Christ came to do for everyone. Lord, some of us are in difficult times, in times of uh, or moments where we don't know what to do, in moments where we have questions and doubts. I pray, Lord, that you will meet us where we are. Speak to your people today. I pray, Lord, that you will bring comfort in their lives. Thank you, Jesus, that you came to heal the brokenhearted. Thank you, Jesus, that you came to set the captives free. We celebrate today and we look forward to the miracles that you are about to do today and in the next days. Use us, Lord, in our family gatherings. Use us, Lord, when we interact with other people. Help us be the people who would bring Jesus to them. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's sing this song together as we end this morning. Thank you, Lord, for today. May you bless your people. Let your favor, grace, goodness, kindness, mercy, and grace overflow as they face the day. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.